On this week's episode, we discuss what we should even call ourselves as PAs, as well as where we're at on the proposed name change process. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us. This is the Everything PA Podcast, and I'm your host, Stephen Rogers, Doctor of Medical Science and PAC, uh, as joined, as always, with my co-host, Chris Stone, Doctor of Medical Science, PAC. We created this podcast to create and share unique stories and perspectives on issues affecting all PAs today. Please subscribe to the podcast and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you may get your individual podcasts. Okay, Chris, welcome to the show. How are you this evening? Oh, great. Great. Thanks for having me, as always. You know, Absolutely. So uh, interesting kind of controversial topic that we're talking about this week, um, the PA name, specifically oh, yeah. the PA name change. Yeah, really, really excited about this. It's definitely got a lot of publicity and you know, a lot of people talking about it in the field, not just our field, but doctors, other uh, mid-levels. Uh, it's, it's been a hot topic. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting with our field, I think we're one of a few where there's like this weird controversy about what to call us. Like nobody really, you know, like, are we, are we, do we just do PA? Are we physician assistant? Are we physicians assistant? I think that's everybody's least favorite when you add the apostrophe S in there. I know that drives me crazy. (laughs) Um, you know, and then there's this thought of now there's the physician associate, um, and then you go into the whole, like, are we mid-levels, advanced practice providers, physician extenders? What else have you heard? I mean, there's 15 different names for what I am. Yeah. Yeah. I think those are, that's the majority of them for sure. So know. it's just kind of weird that that's sort of unique to our, uh, field, but at any rate, so because of this, um, I was perusing the interwebs and found an article on NPR, uh, regarding this and, and specifically how it's kind of rubbing some people and some other professions the wrong way. So I wanted to talk a little bit about it. Um, so the first segment, we're just going to go through kind of the, the basics of where we're at. So um, as everybody knows from previous episodes, if you haven't listened, please do go back and listen again, subscribe and review the show on the Apple podcasts or other podcast providers. We've talked about the history of the PA profession in the past. So as everyone who listened to that episode knows, um, started in the 1960s, officially called physician assistant, not physician's assistant, but physician assistant. And that's the officially recognized name um, from the National Organization of PAs, also uh, from the AMA, Medicare, Medicaid, all the big payers, all the big wigs, that's what we're called. So for the last, what, 1960s to... 2020s so 450 60 years 60 i'm years. not good at math that's why yeah, i went into real quick medicine. 60 years yeah 60 years <laughs> 60 years. for the last 60 years we have been known as physician assistants um so um, i'm just going to pull up the aapa article um i have a link in the show notes uh to this um but it's a, a page from the aapa uh, that's called title change uh, and has a bunch of information on it, including title change implement- implementation. Uh, title change implementation was started in May of 2020 by the AAPA House of Delegates, delegates, excuse me, uh, confirming or affirming the term physician associate as our official title. So on the one hand, we have payers, the official people, Medicare, Medicaid, et cetera, 
the U.S. government, medical boards, et cetera, calling us physician assistant. And then we have now taken it upon ourselves to change that to physician associate. Um, they do note here that it is not a legal official change as of yet. They're just now implementing it within the profession and recommending it be an official change. Um, this was on uh, May 24th of 2021. The AAPA House of Delegates passed a resolution affirming physician associate as the official title of the PA profession by a majority vote. And then they give you more information here, places to go, things to look at. Uh, in this 28 back in 2020, and we're almost at 2022, like two uh, years 20, later. This was 2021, May 24th oh, okay. of 2021. Now, good segue there, though, because how did we get here is another section on this lovely little website here. Uh, May 2018 is when the House of Delegates met and decided that they they needed to explore a different name other, because other. they did not feel that physician assistant accurately represented what we do sure so that was the beginning may of 2018 so three years later they did a bunch of exploration went through a big thing they have even more documentation they have a big multi-page pdf that's available online as well that i read previously that um talks didn't read it cover to cover but you know read a few pages oh i bet it was good yeah, yeah real page turner <laughs> yeah. um and it <laughs> talks about how they went through this big process. And then at the end, they came out with the, the term physician associate. So anyway, that is where we are at. We are not officially called physician uh, associates. We're officially called physician assistants, unless you talk to the APA, who would tell you we are officially physician associates. So we continue to have a crisis of identity within the profession. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> so that brings me to this article I don't know if you've had a chance to look over it much, but um, no. uh, again, I have the link to the article on the, the um, show notes. Uh, this was written December 3rd, 2021 um, by Jordan Rao, R-A-U Rao. And this was listed on the NPR website. And it, the, the headline reads, physician assistants want to be called physician associates, but doctors cry foul. So essentially, I'll let you know listeners read the full article for themselves, but essentially it talks about how um, there's essentially two sides. The physician assistant side says, you know, we're not assistants. We feel like we provide more in-depth coverage than that, and we uh, are able to do more than that um, name implies. And so the APA went through this whole thing, and, and now they've decided that a physician associate is a better term. Um, and then you get to the uh, subheading here where it says doctors are pushing pushing back uh, on the term physician associate. Now, just a couple of uh, excerpts here. Uh, wrong, uh, concern that uh, patients will wrongly assume a physician associate as a junior doctor. Um, the head of the American Medical Association warned that the change will, quote, undoubtedly confuse patients and is clearly an attempt to advance their pursuit toward independent practice, unquote. I'm assuming they mean their pursuit, meaning physician assistants at large. So there's some concern there. And then it goes on to talk about uh, some other professions that have name issues as well. Nurse anesthetists uh, included, nurse practitioners are included as well, although it's not really about their name. It's more about their scope and their practice and the concerns that physicians have regarding um, the term that I've heard coined is scope creep. That was actually used by the AMA. Um, kind of as a 
advertising campaign, I guess. I don't know what you'd call it. Some sort of campaign uh, where they were concerned about scope creep. And they even had a, a hashtag, hashtag stop scope creep. Stop, scope creep. Scope creep. Scope yeah, creep. it's kind of a tongue, twist, tongue twister there. A bit, a bit. So um, did you have a chance to look at that article at all, Chris? What did you have yeah, any thoughts? Yeah. As you... uh, I mean, from scope creep, I mean, we're doing as as PAs now, well, first, like the, the whole name change thing, um, I could see why the uh, you know organization decided to just stick with like the PA and not fully change the name. There'd be a lot more right. rebranding and the money and effort to, to do that. I could see why they stayed with those initials, PA, you know, physician associate, and yep. wanting to stick with that. Yep, they do talk like- about that specifically, trying to decrease some of the logistics and keep the initials the same. Yeah, which is which is great. Yep. Um, I mean, I was always a big fan of uh, advanced practice provider. You know, I really felt like that there wasn't really a confusion as having the same name as physician and physician assistant. Um, And a lot of times, you know, we're, we are doing a lot of our own independent or very with very little autonomy uh, type of work. And I could see how they'd be worried about us trying to uh, uh, establish our own clinics. Sure. Uh, I mean, I would like that to happen myself. Um, Yeah. Well, and and so do that. Yeah. And so we'll get it, we'll get into that, into our opinions here, um, in the next segment here. So, um, it sounds like that's the natural point where we're ready to get to that. Cause I, yeah. I think, I think Chris has some opinions. Oh, I got, lay I, that I, out I, there. I got some things. I got yeah. Some I got things. some things. I thought I about things. this quite a bit. Okay. All right. Well, let's, let's go ahead and take a quick break here. And on this uh, other half of this into our second segment, uh, you'll get our thoughts on this issue. All right, guys, welcome back. Second segment of the podcast, uh, talking about the physician assistant versus physician associate name conundrum, having a lot of, uh, hard to pronounce words here. So I'll, I'll let you kind of lead it off here, Chris. We talked about kind of the basics and where we're at. We don't know what we're called. We don't know who we are, what we're doing. So go ahead and take it from there and let me know what you think about all this. Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, there's still confusion. Uh, I had patients yesterday asking me, what do I call you? Do I call you doctor? You know, are you a physician? Like, what are you? Um, you know, it's fortunate that, you know, I have a doctorate. So now I can be like, just call me doctor. That's easy. Um, but for those who haven't made that extra, extra step, um, yeah, they have to be like, well, we're independent providers, but we still have supervision, uh, that definitely has, um, a little bit of negative connotation to it. Is that right word? Um, connotation. Thank you. Um, just cause they're like, Oh, so are you like training to become a doctor? You know, that's a big one. That's yeah. What I was here. Yeah. Get that well, when are you, when are you, are you know, are, are you going to, are you going to go back to med school or when are you going to finish med school or, or right. you know, why didn't you go to med school? Right. Those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, uh, I definitely am really into physician assistants, establishing their own practices. I do think having that doctorate level, you know, that at least brings it up par to the nurse practitioners. Um, they're the ones that are able to do that are the doctorate level. So I'm like, well, that's pretty, that's pretty fair. And for doctors, other physicians to be concerned about, you know, scope creep. I'm like, we do a lot. And the only, you know, it's when it gets really complex that we then loop in, you know, a, a doctor or provider, another provider, uh, for their opinion, but in fairness, all providers do that. 
So it's not really any different. And I mean, we all have this a similar prescriptive authority. We do all the same tasks um, with the exception of surgery. Uh, you know, we're doing a lot of the same stuff. I mean, I don't really see a whole lot of difference. Uh, yeah. You know, you were talking about nurse anesthetists. Um, I was working in, you know, rural healthcare and they have an entire team. They don't even have an anesthesiologist on staff. So how do, how do you argue with them to be like, yeah, well, we're going to be nurse assisting anesthesiologists now. I'm like, well, I mean, they are doing a lot um, and they're yeah. still studying anesthesia. Uh, so I don't see why that would be such a, a issue with a name change. Um, I would like to see like PAs be able to do some like minor surgical procedures, you know, just trigger fingers. I mean, we, we can do like a diagnostic um, knee scope, right? Well, there's not, there's not a lot, it's not much more to make it a, an actual surgical procedure. Right. Um, and even, you know, some things like carpal tunnel, uh, and, and do I think, I do think that there should be some additional training for that. Absolutely. You know, go to a residency or something and be like, yeah, I'm licensed to do these things. Absolutely. Yeah. But, um, that's a, that's basically a course, you know? Right. Um, yeah. So, some sort of like certificate thing, some sort of advanced qualification, something. So, yeah, I mean, I think I have very mixed feelings on this. So, I mean, of course I want to advance our profession and advocate for my profession. And I'm, I'm proud to be a PA. I'm not, you know, I didn't want to be a physician. Um, and I think that's important to, to note. I mean, I think there's definitely PAs that did, um, there's plenty of PAs that go on to be physicians. Um, there's plenty of physicians that have told me, man, I wish I was a PA. So, I mean, there's all sorts of different views on it. So, you know, I think I, I have a very mixed bag of feelings about it. I mean, I think the big thing is specifically in the PA profession, going back to the episodes that we've talked about where, why we became a PA and all that stuff. So go check those out uh, on the, the show's site. Um, I, I wanted to be part of a team. And so I definitely don't want to replace a physician like that's not my goal you know i think we're always going to need physicians they are the bedrock of of medical care now i think times change and and the way care gets delivered changes um and i think you're right in that we already are doing a lot of what a physician does you know on an average clinic visit a patient really should not be able to tell a difference between seeing a pa and seeing a doctor a physician, I should say, in my opinion. Um, and, you know, I think, um, in the last show that I talked about, uh, you know, what is a PA, I I linked a couple of studies that show lots of good outcomes for, um, quote unquote, mid-level or advanced practice provider care, uh, with similar outcomes to physicians. So, I mean, I think we've got a good body of evidence that we provide quality care, but we don't replace physicians. We can do a lot, but we don't replace them. We have to, um, we, we still need them and, you know, they need us and we need them. Oh, indeed. Um, and so I think the last thing I'll say here, and then I'll let you do talk a little bit more about your thoughts, but yeah. at the end of this article that I found, I think it's really, uh, a really good quote. And I think it lots of, makes a lot of us, uh, tension or a lot of a sense, um, uh, who said it? Shoot. I want to make sure I get this right. I apologize. So it's 
Orozco, Mr. or Mrs. Orozco, I'm not sure. Yeah, Jennifer, I'm sorry, Jennifer Orozco, who's the current president of the AAPA. She's also an administrator at Rush University Medical Center in Chicago. Um, she has a quote right at the very end of the article and says, quote, I can have a jet engine mechanic change the tires on my car, she says, but do I need that every single time, unquote. What she's referring to is, you know, yeah, medical delivery and medical care is complex, but do you need the highest trained person in the room taking care of every problem every time? And the answer, in my opinion, is no. And so that's where we come in and and we provide access, right? Yeah, I I definitely agree with that, yeah. And and, and so we got like on a little tangent here, and I think going back to the the name change thing, um, I don't care what people call me. I, I just, I don't care, whatever, call me whatever you want. Call me Steve, I, whatever. I think physician assistant does seem a little, uh, condescending, I guess, if you're sensitive about that. Um, if you feel like you'd, you know, there is a little, like, I think you said kind of a negative connotation, like I'm just a helper. Right. Yeah. Um, well, and we're not really assisting, you know, right. we have our right. own panels and, uh, our own yeah. patients and they right. only see the doctor, you know, maybe once a year or, you know, yeah. if, if ever they're just like, Oh, if, if it gets complex enough, we might send it to the doctor. Um, but even then we might just have them, you know, send them our chart notes and be like, Hey, what do you think about this patient? Give me your thoughts. And right. You know? Yeah. And I think you made a really good point that, you know, yeah, we, you know, we collaborate when we're not sure about something, but so do docs. Exactly. I mean, everybody does that, right? You All should be. If you're not doing that, then that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I mean, should be collaborating. That's how that, that makes better medicine. Yeah. Better medicine. So I think, you know, as far as the name goes, whatever my takeaway, my, my hot take is meh. Sure. Call me physician associate, I guess. I think it's maybe a little crazy for the AAPA to be spending a bunch of time and money trying to change a name, but I get that it's important. So got to have a title or a label or something. Yeah. I do. It does. It does impact our day to day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, One thing you you did mention is um, the, you know, we are going to always need physicians. Um, There is, you know, going to be a physician shortage. There's projected to be about 120,000 less physicians, like doctor physicians Mm -hmm. over the next decade. So, you know, that's great because you know, physician assistants or mid-levels can fill in and, and at least make up some of that gap and provide that access that you were saying. Right. Um, And I do think that eventually there'll be some kind of a transition though, where um, the traditional doctor will eventually fade out because there won't be any or not enough, or there won't be enough. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think there's going to, we're going to hit this, this tipping point where, you know, you're being presented with okay, you can go to school for four years and then you can do another three to 12 years of training at, you know, very low wage pay Mm -hmm. for your Mm -hmm. profession. And then when you get out, you're going to work 70 hours a week or you can go to school for two to five years or two to four years graduate training Mm -hmm. and 
So I guess four years undergrad and then another two to three years of training. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, do 80, 90% of what those other guys do, but you're going to make very good money quickly and work right away. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, you know, (laughs) it's a, choice that a lot of people are making towards the PA profession. So I, I think that's, that's really interesting about the finances too. Um, I, I just started a new job and we had to, they, it's with a Christian hospital and as part of the onboarding, they have, you wrote, uh, one of the pastors come in and talk, talk with everyone. Mm-hmm. And he, one of his best friends became a, a doctor, a, a physician, like an ER physician or something like that. Okay. And they, they both were just curious, like, you know, had, you know, had he not gone the passer out, like how much money, how much different, how much, how much difference is it? And he was like, it's really not that much difference. It's almost the same. Yeah. By the <laughs> time you pay like, off loans and yeah, by delay right. your income and yeah. And it's like, wow, yeah. that's shocking. And he's a pastor. I mean, he, right. he works for the hospital. So yeah. like, not necessarily known for their income. Right. Right. And I was like, wow, that's, that's shocking to be like, I mean, maybe later on down the road when he's like 70 or 80 or something, maybe that's a little right. bit different. Like, yeah, you know, I don't know anything about that, but at least where they were at that point, they're like, we're basically at the same point. And yeah. <laughs> I, was I shocked. mean, it's, it's crazy. And that's a whole nother, you know, the cost of medical education in the United States is a whole nother, maybe that's another episode. Maybe that'll yeah, be another maybe episode. That's- so stay tuned. <laughs> make sure you check us out again and we will discuss that at a later time so just to kind of wrap up um the aapa decided that we needed a name change makeover started in 2018 voted in 2021 on physician associate so that's where we're at right now according to the aapa aapa however according to the other powers that be notably payers we are still physician assistants. So we're kind of caught in the middle, kind of a weird spot. My overall opinion is meh. Yeah. Other thoughts. Yeah. It's, it's all right. I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. I, I don't, again, I'm with you, whatever they want to call me. I, I introduce myself with my first name when I get in there just yep. to leave that at the door. Yep. Like, so. Pretty much. Pretty much. We're going to be part of a team. We're going to still take care of people. Yep. Um, you know, I'm, very grateful and thankful for the position I have. And I don't really care what you call me. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I think that is a natural place to wrap up. Chris, yeah. do you have any final concerns or thoughts? No, no. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a big topic on its own, you know? Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. That's right. Okay. So remember, please subscribe and review us on Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google podcasts, or wherever else you may get your podcast. Also check out our website, everything-pa.com. That'll be up and running uh, quite soon. For more information about us, uh, it'll give us a little bit of info about us. If you want to know more about us for whatever crazy reason, I'm not sure why you'd want to do that, but whatever, that's fine. Also gives a a list of previous episodes that you can go back and check out, including show notes. Uh, Eventually we'll have some swag on there as well. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, So This is the Everything PA Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Rogers, Doctor of Medical Science, PAC, with my co-host, Chris Stone, Doctor of Medical Science, PAC. And as we like to uh, say as we end the show every time, go get them. Go get them.